In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Jordana, it's so good to be back here with you. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. It looks like you've got a great uh, freshly shaved face. Um, Fresh shave. for all seasons, as we say. (laughs) That's right. Fresh shave, fresh cut. I am with my family. Um, Came down here for the... Jewish holidays and uh, hung around for a couple extra days before I go to Dallas. So just kind of hanging. Um, what's going on with you? We, we we have a big announcement. We should get get it going, right? Yeah. So we have we're we if you guys remember we had a live show. I think it was back in May, and we're doing another one October twenty second. It's a Thursday night. You guys it's better a be live there. Live online show. We have to make yes, sure virtual. people yeah, go <laughs> virtual, virtual show. show. So just so everyone knows, we're we're not going, you know, we're not just screaming out our window. We're screaming through the computer at you. We do a great virtual show. It was so much fun the last time. We do it like our live shows. It's a virtual version of it. But I think it kept all the excitement of, because we bring people on the show. We bring on people with their deal reveals and people with their you know, uh, dating app profile makeovers and, and we take questions, you know, so it's a big fun event and it's virtual. So everyone can feel comfortable coming. Yeah. So you guys should come. I thought the last one was so much fun. It's great to have people, you know, like on stage virtually. That's like one of the coolest parts of the platform that we use. Um, so if you want your tickets, go to betches.co slash you up live. Um, and that'll also be in the link in, the, in this description. And also, if you want to come on with us, if you want to be the virtual participant, yes. um, you can email your deal reveals, which are those texts that we do on most Sundays. We are doing dating apps. Uh, we're doing a dating app makeover. So submit your ship profiles because we're choosing from profiles submitted um, that are on ship. So if you have a ship dating app profile you want us to make over, send it in, send screenshots with a little paragraph description about what you need help with to you up live at betches.com. That's you up live at betches.com. Send your ship dating apps there and we will select um, one or two people to come on stage with us virtually and we will do a dating app makeover for you. I think it's gonna be great show. I'm excited. And I think, you know, I don't want to speak for you, Jordana, but I think I have an idea of what we like as a, as a team. We love your screenshots. We love digging into those screenshots and really breaking them down. And I think it's fun. It adds energy to it. So if you have a situation or what usually happens, Jordana, and I don't know, why does this happen? It feels like for women, I I don't have that friend that is coming up to me every three days with the same issues from the same person. Yeah, like I do. it feels like you do, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so like I I I have like friends, but I I you know, obviously I have friends, but I'm saying it feels like many of you might be sitting there going, "Well, I got a friend who should be setting it in." Well, maybe this is the opportunity to get them to like stop bothering you, right? Like, you know, yeah. 
hey, this is a problem that's meant for Jared and Jordana, right? For sure. And we don't know you, so we don't have to worry about, you know, telling you the truth and how that might like it might. I mean, like, I think the truth is always better than not the truth, but it can be weird if it's your friend and they're, you're telling them something they don't want to hear. Let us tell you the thing that you don't want to hear. And and in the way that we do it, we, we you know, we try to, you know, kind of do it with kids gloves, but also give you truth and honesty and make it fun. I think a lot of times and the reason this show exists is because. People are, um, when they ask friends for advice, they don't even trust the friends they're asking. They go, well, you knew me when I hooked up in a fraternity bathroom that one time. So so you're using that against me now at 27. It's like, no, you know, maybe they are, you know, but it's it's like, you know, it's kind of like misinformation. It becomes this like fake news type of thing where it's like, who do you trust? And it's like, you know, you and I, we don't give a fuck. We're just, exactly. we're talking about- That's why the deal reveals- are so great because it's like you can't those are like you can't really like fabricate that to make it sound the way you want to like those are the texts that were sent they're easy to interpret it's funny that you're saying that about the advice though because i remember um when i would have dating problems i would have like a few different friends that i would talk to and they would it would depending on like the kind of advice that i wanted like if i wanted to be coddled and told i was right i would go to one if i wanted like a hard truth i would go to another and then um, there was the one that I was like always scared to talk about the same guy with because I knew that they would be like, I've already had this conversation like sure a million the tough times. medicine friend. It's like the yeah. three bra- the three bears of friends. Exactly. This friend is 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 nice. This one. This friend is yesing me. This friend yeah. is giving me <laughs> well, hard truths. <laughs> this friend will give me the time of day. This friend will tell me that they don't want to hear about it anymore. Exactly. And so if you're out there. First of all, clear the schedule. Thursday, October 22nd. Thursday, October 22nd. Let me repeat. Thursday, October 22nd. We do live shows for everybody. It's meant to be bringing your friends. It meant, it's meant to make it your happy hour. What a great opportunity to have your corn pod or corn squad or whatever your, your group chat is that you feel comfortable with over for drinks and doing like a little something on a Thursday night. So go get your tickets now because... You know, we get a lot of people and we want to make sure we, we, we can prepare for a fun, awesome night, right? Exactly. And they're on sale as of today um, at That's 9 a.m. Right. So if you're listening before 9 a.m., they come out at 9 a.m. And if you're listening after 9 a.m. like a normal person, um, <laughs> they are already on sale. So go to the link in our description of this episode. Betches.co slash UUP live. Betches.co slash UUP live. It's oct- October 22nd. I got some dates live ones not just virtual i got some live ones coming up i am gonna be in royersford pennsylvania i'm gonna be in worcester massachusetts i'm gonna be in raleigh north carolina i'm gonna be in kansas city mo so listen people if you're in or around any of those areas i'd love to have you at shows jaredfree.com 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 jordana what are we talking about today what what are we into today we're talking about a very quarantine specific issue Um, okay and that's it's funny working. that the court, you know, you know, some people it's funny when we started, sorry to interrupt, because okay. it's funny when we started doing the quarantine version of this show and we promised, we said, we're not going to stop doing this show. We're going to do this show. We're not going to come on here and cry every week. But it's funny that we are. It's just funny that like the the weather has changed. So the questions changed. Everything is relevant. You know, these dating questions change with the weather. So to say, like, 
you know, this is a quarantine-specific problem, but it is the problem that all of us are dealing with now. You know, like this is a real issue. This is, you know what I mean? Like, it, it exactly. is funny. Well, and anything, I have to say, anything that's an issue in quarantine will be an issue in other parts of life. It's just not quite as, like, highlighted as it is right now. That's kind sure. of what I like about, about like, really living with your, your partner. And I think that's just really, the, the reason it's a really good test for long-term compatibility is that, like, this is as annoying as they're going to get. <laughs> yeah. You know? you, I've had many men in my life say, if you can, if you're doing well with just now living together, you're good. Like right. they, they are like sure of it. They're like, this is, and, and they're saying it from like their house with two kids already being like, yeah, you don't know how hard it's going to be. You know? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, she is now your coworker, your yep. entire social life. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Your evening and you're plans. There, yeah, your you're there. Plans. Yeah. Your weekend plans. You're there. Um, thermometer to check their extremities and how cold or hot they are. Exactly. You're their um, person to vent to. Yeah, it's all of those things. So I, I, I think this is a good topic that we're getting into. For sure. All right, I'll read the email. But the question is generally about how to manage kind of disliking your partner's work pet personality. Okay. Are you like, okay with are you okay with Mike's work personality? I have to say it's different than his normal personality. He's a How lot is it nice, different? He's a lot nicer to me once he finishes um the job, I would say. Like during the day I told you like in the beginning especially I'd be like I kind of like talking to him and he'd have his headphones in and he'd take them out and I'd be like it is so sunny out. And he'd be like <laughs> like is that is that it? Yeah, that's all you <laughs> like got. I'm in the for middle me. of something. <laughs> but when he gets stressed, I'm saying when he does get stressed with work, I think he's a little bit more irritable, mm. which makes sense. And like he needs more space, so that's something we figured out. I've never been his coworker before. He usually come home comes home and he's like done. Well, here's the annoying part about working with your significant other in the same place, and this is the annoying part about living with your parents right now and working is. When you're at work, everyone is at work to get home. Like everyone is there to get their shit done to get home. When you're at home already and everyone else there is on their schedule, no one cares about your schedule as much as you. You're, there's no teammate in this. You right. guys are actually not teammates because they're not really your coworker. Not really. They they're just work. They're it's it's like being in a WeWork. If you were to WeWork, the person at the other company across the hallway doesn't give a fuck that your day is getting wasted. They're done right. with their day. They're only going to come to you when they don't have anything to do. So if it's your mom, it's your dad, if it's your brother, if it's your girlfriend, if it's your boyfriend, it doesn't matter who it is. They're just their their incentive isn't the same as an actual coworker. Whereas if you guys were at the same office, you're in you're sitting near um um assuming you'd be sitting near your group or the people you work with your all your goals are make money in as short a time as possible so that we can go home to the things we want to do and have fun doing the things we want to do so right away like your and mike and mine and jess and everyone listening and their person that they're living with and working around you're on the different pages you guys are have two different goals so it's hard already yeah. And it's different. I mean, like, it's just a different. We, I'm sure you understand that, too. It's like a different. We have different kinds of jobs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, like, one that's is a the hardest. That's <laughs> the hardest thing for me is yeah. uh, personally. It's like is like being like 
Jess, quiet down. I have to make this ring light video. You know, like every <laughs> everything I do is very small on the, you know, in life generally. Like us, you know, we're talking about dating problem. We talk we talk about luxury issues most of the time. So, you know, right. it's hard to like. And I'm sure for you, you have the same thing. You're like, come on, I got this meeting about you know about betches you know like just even saying betches like no for sure i mean i also i don't know maybe this is a a thing about like my industry versus his industry or men versus women but i feel like i've spoken to a bunch of friends about this and it seems like men are much more interested in like keeping the appearance of professionalism like at while working from home like he will he doesn't like me in the background of his zooms okay. i'm like walking in the back or he's like very intent that it's like very like oh, look at me right now i'm in our bedroom on a fucking moon pod <laughs> on the floor hi like hiding from his zoom call right and for yeah. me i'm like oh i don't give a shit if you're like walking around in the back of my of my thing sure. like it's like this is what everyone is expected to do and he's like very into maintaining this level of like separateness or professionals or like hiding me from like this <laughs> well it's funny well, also it's funny because we got uh we, we're we're going to be doing a trojan campaign coming up yeah and they send some like they got a, they pa got a package and I'm opening the package. And he's like, he's like, I'm about to He literally said we said this almost simultaneously. He's like, I'm get getting on. He said, I'm getting on a Zoom call. And I said, it's a big box of condoms. I like screamed it. <laughs> and he's like, they like totally heard me. And he was like, yeah. it was like funny. But he was like, also like, it's not funny for him in any other scenario. I think it would have been. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a thing and I don't mean to make this female, but I notice it like the idea of being friends with your coworkers, being friends with your roommates is all like very female to me. Like I have to have dinners. I have to go to dinner with this woman I worked with 10 years right. ago. Like, like I have none of that. Like I have none of that. Like, Oh, I got to catch up with it. Like I, it feels like women feel this need to like have, you know, and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it's like just the human nature part of it. Like this, this group like liked by the people at work and like and I think for him it would make sense to me like hey I got a plus b equals c these people are the are the people you know it's more of a, a mathematical question equation than in a, like for him like any s source or ability for those people to look and be like well I guess he doesn't take it seriously is like right will not be taken account of it's not like he has this other you know I don't know does it make any sense yeah and I also think he works for like in a more corporate job that's big. where that's like huge. there's a little less fucking around oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah we have condoms isn't necessarily something yeah financial accounting yeah yeah I yeah I kind of have that with Jess too she's in a more structured um you know corporate world uh, way more i mean anything is more core you're more corporate than me and you're getting the same you know like <laughs> box of condoms so i i do have that thing where she's like get out of the way and i like come in i'm like hey and she's like Shh! and i'm like okay they're gonna get over that i'm in the back you know you're at home are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. 
Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's hear this people's problem i thought this email was was pretty interesting so she Mm. writes j and j love the podcast desperately need your help my boyfriend and i don't live together but have been spending significantly more time together since we both started working remotely we'll have work night sleepovers and spend the day working from the same apartment I love this quality time and love playing house, quote unquote. However, COVID has opened my eyes to how he performs throughout his day, and I'm shocked. He's usually so logical and easygoing. He always has a calming way about him. But I've seen that he becomes so stressed with work and negative feedback from his boss that during his workday, he'll take a break and start crying. I've offered every type of support I can think of. I've listened. I've validated. I've problem solved. I've hugged all of which are temporary fixed, but the next day, the same thing happens again. I feel helpless and incredibly frustrated. What would you do if your partner was this unhappy with his or her work situation? How do you deal with being a fly on the wall and witnessing your partner's work habits? Thanks for all you do. Look forward to hearing your input. Fly on the COVID work wall. (laughs) This is a tough one. I feel for everyone involved in this situation. Like there isn't one person... I feel for him, he obviously hates his job and is dealing with some, you know, dealing with a mentally stressful work environment. I deal for her because it's like, what else can she do? What do you think about this? What what do you think about when you first hear? And also the gender dynamics here. Like, I, I, you know, this isn't fair, but like a guy, you don't, you know, I I don't know. Is he a guy that cries at work? I'm wondering if that's. Wait, I wonder if he would actually be crying if he were at work. Um, I know. I mean, like, it's totally fine to cry over, like, something work-related. But, like, obviously, you wouldn't. I feel like it's a little less appropriate to do that in an office than you would in your own home. For anybody. And and I I don't even, you know, so 
this is hard. What would you do? What do you think? I mean, it seems like she's really trying like a lot of things. And I can understand even I mean, I'm sure even if it were the not like a sex thing, if it was her crying all the time and him just kind of being there, I can understand that feeling of like helplessness and also like like we've got to make a move here so that like this isn't like you, you don't want to tell someone like what to do but clearly if someone's in a job where they're crying in the middle of the day and extremely stressed out um it's probably not the best job for them but you can only control sure. someone's job to the extent that like you can like, do exactly what she's doing hug and listen and validate and problem solve and all that shit yeah i wouldn't right? want i mean i i wouldn't want to date someone where i had to become their like coach throughout the day during work i would wonder how they got through a day at work without me there. If they're just doing that because now that we're at home, they have someone to like, to like go to on their side. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes this all happens because you have the ability to do it. You have the ability for someone to like agree with you or, you know, be the, the shoulder that you cry on. So like, I don't know if they're crying at work and this is just a home thing. It's, it's, you know, and also I wouldn't want to date someone or be in a situation where they aren't trying to help themselves. I think that's a big a big part of this because it's kind of like think about think about almost like any other scenario that's stressful. It's not like this is like this seems like it's just a quarantine issue, but it really could be related to anything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like let's say you have a kid together and they're just like stopping in the middle of the day to break down and cry because it's Mm. stressful it's kind of like this is sort of a little bit of how they deal with stressful situations so i do think part of it is like you have to either like accept that that's how they deal with that or maybe like kind of tell them like listen like i i feel terrible for you like i feel like bad that that this is the situation you're in like what what should like how can i help you like get out of this situation well i i do feel or make the situation better sure i i i yeah, I feel bad for her because in this situation, and I've been there, where it's like you do get in your own head. You're like, am I doing enough? Am I being empathetic enough? When am I being cold versus when am I being lazy versus when am I being really helpful? Am I doing – because it's – there's no thing to like – there's no you know scale to judge it on. Like I'll give you an example. Jess will say to me, I have a headache. And I have a I, I have a headache. She'll say, I okay. have a headache. And I'll go, have you had water? And she'll go, yeah, I've had water. Okay, take a nap. I'm not tired. Okay, I'm out of ideas. Like, that's it. That's all I got. Like, right. I don't know. There's a point where I go, I got or I got Tylenol. I got water. Um, I got lay down. I've got, you know, stop looking at screens. Um, I'm not a fucking doctor. Right. Or, you, know, like, like, there's a, or you could just say, like, is there anything I can do? It. That might be the better way to go, but I'm saying like <laughs> I I I think <laughs> so. Like I I guess like a lot of men and I I'm the way where I'm like I can I can help you fix her or I can do nothing, you know. Like yeah. I I so and sometimes people come to you with their problems just to be heard, and that is another way to be a good partner. I would think like you know sometimes I'll say I'll talk about something very small like like a negative Instagram comment. And to her, it's very small. But I'm like, all I just want to do is air it out to you, so I can have you go, mm-hmm. Like that's right. sometimes all they just people want someone need. to listen to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Which it's it like sounds like so- she's doing, but it's kind of like yeah. every day. So I can see how that would wear on a person. 
Totally. That's why I'm kind of, I, I understand why she's even writing in because it's like, okay, I've done it once. I've done it twice. Now it's happening again and again. We're doing a noontime cry session. Um, you know, like right. oh, tears at two in our house every day. Like I would be like, okay, what are you doing to fix this on your own? I'm doing everything as a partner, but it's like, have you looked for jobs? Are you looking for something new that will right. make you happier? Are you so frustrated with all of this? Is it is it that life is happening and that you want to get out of this thing too? Like maybe being in a relationship is too much for him. You know, yeah, like, I mean that's possible. Although it's, I'm sure he's like comforted for, comforted by having like something good in his life. If I were her, I would ask him like, "What makes you so like what What makes you so emotional about this? What makes you so like sad? Like because that's clearly like the root of it is like that like." there's some trigger for him in this work stuff that makes him sort of like unable to function or having to yeah. break down. And then I would lead into like, I want to help you. Nothing seems to be working, but like, how can I help you fix this problem? Yeah. And you know, is, is helping you just listening to you? Is that really helping you? Yeah. Like, what do you need? Um, what would make you feel better from me? Yeah. I guess it's hard when someone's unhappy with their work situation. It's like, they do, you know, I would get annoyed because it's like, you know, the other thing is what a lot of people do with their work is they'll, and this is just everyone is they'll, they'll complain about it on a Monday and then everything's okay on Friday. So that happens like if, with, with a lot of relationships too. Sure. And, and, <laughs> it, but it becomes, it's like, listen, is this just a Monday complaint or is this a real job complaint? Because I can't deal with this every Monday if every Friday is, Hey, kicking back. I love my coworkers. I love my job. You know, like right. that annoy. That's annoying to me. Like, I yeah. like. No, I agree. I think the headache example is good. I'll give you another example with Mike, where he'll like complain mm -hmm. that his back hurts. Right. Mm -hmm. So his back hurts. I was able to like potentially get like a a chair because we have one chair and it's like a little bit more aesthetically pleasing than it is like comfortable. I'm like, we can get this this chair. We had a car for a while. I'm like, we can go like take this chair and it's like a much better back support chair and he's like oh i don't really think that's necessary well, i like the chair blah, blah, blah. and then every night he would complain my back hurts you know like mm -hmm. i need like he would just constantly complain about it and i would say eventually i'd be like you need to go to a, a chiropractor yeah or we can get this chair um or i don't really want to hear about it anymore because i've offered well you two <laughs> solutions that you're not you're not you're not taking my advice so i'm just yeah. listening complain about this thing that i've offered very logical solutions to so like either keep quiet about the back or let's let's go like fix it together you're <laughs> you're nailing it because that's exactly the that's right on point with monday problems versus friday problems you know right. like he he says his back hurts you've given a couple solutions he's done nothing to fix it oh my god my back hurts i've already heard that complaint i'm sorry i don't know what else i can do for you and this right. is the same for work people. I hate my job on Monday. Oh, Wednesday was a good day. Friday, I love the people I work with. Okay, Monday, I hate my job. No, 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 no. You were good on Friday. You didn't make <laughs> any effort to look for a new job Tuesday through Friday. So who can I connect you to? If you want connects, if you want people in a certain industry that I can help, you know, set you up with emails. These are, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, I think we're both saying the same thing with different mm -hmm. examples as far as like, is this is this just something to complain about or is this a real issue to you? And usually 
people lose weight when the pants don't fit. So sometimes, That's what I'm saying. yeah, yeah. So sometimes maybe the pants just don't, or maybe the pants still fit. Maybe Mike's back doesn't hurt that much. Maybe, you know, this person's <laughs> well, job isn't the, so bad. It's like when someone says they're hungry and you're like, here, have a fruit. And they're like, yeah. I don't want that. But it's like if you were hungry enough, you'd eat it. So, so you're like, not starving. Get, right. You're hungry <laughs> and you'd like to eat something of that you have your choosing. So give us some solutions to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Have you ever. So what would you do? Would you be turned off if you saw that Mike have a two o'clock tear t- tear fest? Um, I might be, I'm not, I don't, I've never seen him do that, but if I can imagine a situation where I might be, especially if it were like daily, if it were one time, I think because he's so unlikely to do that, I would be like really concerned. Sure. Cause like his like reactions, be... right. I would think yeah. it was something deeper than that. If it was constant, I think that would probably not be a turnoff just cause that would tell me that that's sort of like how he deals with his issues in yeah. some way. Um, cause it sounds but... like they're pretty, they're pretty, it sounds like they're early. Like, it sounds like they're having, she says, I love playing house, which, I mean, I don't know if I can eye roll my eyes enough at that. But um, (laughs) she says, I love playing house, which is, but when you're playing house, you're seeing how this person plays house. So, you know, there's no wrong reason to end a relationship. I, I think like a lot of these emails come in with like checking with us to be like, oh, you can, you can dump anybody for any reason you want. You can say, hey, I don't like how they react to stress. That's not how, what I want in a partner. It was nice to meet you. There's things I'm going to take away from this, but I'm just not going to be in this. And that's fine. But, you know, for her, you know, for her, she has to come to terms with, yeah, this isn't just a COVID thing, even though you're witnessing it. You're going to deal with someone who may need help getting through certain things in life or may need to seek counseling if this is such a huge thing. Right. They might need some stress management lessons, perhaps with a therapist. I mean, as a boss, have you had people come to you crying and do you have to like, have you had to deal yeah, with I've that? Se- I've seen that before. Um, I get it. Things are stressful. But again, like I always just try to figure out like I'm like solution oriented. So it's mm. like, let's figure out how to fix this. But if it's like constant, I think yeah. that's like a bigger issue. And then again, like for me, would I be turned off? maybe that's part of it but again the bigger i think issue would be like all right i'm thinking like about more stressful situations in our life to come that are maybe like i'm more directly impacted by like again what if you have a kid what if you have a kid that's sick Mm -hmm. what if you have um you know someone loses a job something like that it's like is this person working to like fix their issues or are they kind of like breaking down and like uh and just unable to move yeah Yeah, they're just a puddle no i'm i'm with you like i i'm with you like it's like and this could be as little as like you know you guys fly so you know they it's funny that like before covid it'd be like you gotta travel together to know each other now it's like you gotta work together 24 hours a day and then you know (laughs) each other and it's like you know i even when i would travel and and you know, bring Jess along and, you know, go to like a weekend to do shows like flight got delayed. She go, all right, let's go find somewhere to sit. That's the difference to me. Like it, you have to, I right. would be turned off if someone just cried midday every day and they did nothing to fix it. If you cry once, of course, I'm your partner. I'm going to figure, let's figure this out together. Right. But I need, I'm with you. I, I totally agree. I, I Like if I'm this person, are they working at it? Be independent of you. 
Right. Are and, they trying to figure out how to not live this life every day? Yeah. Or are you just there, you know, when you mentioned the friends, the three bears of friends, are they just your friend that's a constant person asking you to, you know, prop them up? And I don't think any of us have the energy for that anymore. I agree. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. Obsessed with the pod and learn something new about the male brain pretty much every week. Boy, a real dissection going on for this person. (laughs) Because of this, I was reminded of an awkward sexual encounter I had and thought I'd share. A few years back, my ex and I were getting closer and closer in bed one night. One thing led to another and he began to finger me. (laughs) I love how she writes this. It's just such a... (laughs) like on the. She's not going to be a romance novelist anytime soon. Ready? One thing led to another. She didn't really build that be- up there. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, one thing led to another, and he fingered me. I like that I'm one door away from my parents in the house. One thing led to another, and he fingered me. I was... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love reading these uh, in a Jewish woman's accent. <laughs> 
One thing led to another, and he began to think of me. I relaxed as I was enjoying the moment. <laughs> like that's <laughs> Stop, I'm getting like visions okay. of, of someone at Temple. Just, like, okay, sorry. Sorry, I'm, into the, I'm in the spirit. <laughs> I relaxed as I was enjoying the moment, and I accidentally relaxed too much and farted. <laughs> I was so incredibly embarrassed. I was instantly tense. The moment was over. It's funny that she was she went from relaxed to tense right away. Just uh, that's what happens when you relax too much. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I said that's so embarrassing. Oh my god, it's okay, no big deal. He said reluctantly. Are you sure? She said. Oh my god, I can't believe I did that. And now I've made you uncomfortable. I replied. Then he said, No, really, it's fine. I just didn't know girls did that. And immediately, I was no longer the embarrassing one of the situation. I could not believe it. He really didn't think girls farted. Not to mention, this guy was studying biology in college and headed to medical school right after graduation. Anyways, years later, I can't help but think about that moment every once in a while and usually bust out laughing at the whole thing. Hope it made you guys laugh, too. Thanks for solving dating. Keep doing what you do sincerely. The fart wasn't even the worst part. Uh, what is worse? Wow. Say, I do you believe oh. that he didn't know women could fart, or do you think that was I kind don't believe I think this jokey... like, I think men do this like thing, which is like they've got to stop doing, which is like girls don't shit, girls don't fart, mm -hmm. like, and that's like their like little joke mm -hmm. or something, and like that I don't or like their th their way of like keeping you on this like pedestal, which I do find annoying because it's like. <laughs> It makes you feel like you literally can't do that. I've, I've heard guys say that before. Like women don't do that. It's like, you know, they do. And by saying that it almost like perpetuates this image of like these women having to be like perfect and like hide these things, which everyone does. Sure. I, I agree. And I know the type of joke that you're talking about. I know when men do it, it always sounds off like it, because it's also an right. old hacky joke. You know, right. like, it's not even particularly funny. No, yeah. or particularly interesting or creative at this point. We've seen, you know, the women don't fart thing has been done to the nth degree. To this point, you're revealing yourself as a, a, a as a mimic. You know, like you're not even like it's like when you see, and this happens a lot on you know Instagram, Twitter. Sometimes I'll just see a joke, quote unquote that is just mad libs they just filled in right. the parts they'll be like you know apple you know uh, avocado toast uh you know men be, be like men be <laughs> like avocado toast uh you know yeah yeah it's right. like, and it's just yeah. like they took all the it's like those magnets that are on the fridge that when they just took the words and put them all together in a way that we've already heard before so like i always think less of that person when they do that joke and I think less of the guy. And listen, I, 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 I understand we can turn into this into like men fucking suck. No, men do this, <laughs> and it's annoying. I agree. I'm with you. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I agree. That's kind of like he could have like made it like funny or like, or like seemed like I guess he said she said he was like reluctantly like it's fine or something like that. I think he was sure. like I would I would be turned off by his like inability to sort of get over it in like a more like uh fun way listen i i'm with you the the joke is more revealing 
than him thinking he let's start in a world where there's no way he doesn't know women fart. Like that's just not <laughs> possible. Like I, I, right. I understand she's like, he, he's going to med school. He didn't know. Like, yeah, no, he, she, he knows. She, obviously. He knows. And also she's a part of this joke issue too. You know, like I, I right. don't mean to like blame the emailer, but like we have to stop laughing at these things so that we can like, you know, shake these things out of our society. So like I, and I'm not, I guess I'm a little bit, blaming the 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 fart victim in this situation but <laughs> and i don't and i and i don't mean to i'm just saying like when someone it's like when someone does an office um like someone does a line from the office to me okay you know i don't go ah <laughs> no i go yeah i've seen it i i uh, like i'm i'm going to help you shake this bad habit you know, so like, like, I'm not going to go, oh, Andy, you know, like, uh, oh, Michael from the office. I've heard that line. No, 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 Heard it. Saw it. Move not on. Not reacting. Not react. Yeah. I'm the Ariana Grande of, of you bombing. <laughs> so I so I think that's part of it, too. But at, at the same time, it's like, you know, he knows women farts. Let's stop with that. Right. Um, I think it's OK, his- though, to be turned off by like his that reaction oh, I, to it yeah i'm more turned off by the lack of creativity and the lack of like vulnerability like when you say it's actually not vulnerable to make that joke right it's basically it's almost like kind of a shaming thing in a way yeah, like, or like, like you did what you shouldn't have done it's like no she right. can fart she shits she diarrheas she fucking eats uh cheese and has to do that on the yeah. regular like it's especially ridiculous. when it's when it's so clear that she was like very clearly already embarrassed by it. It's not like he's it's not like she was like, there's another one. And then she like kept going or something no. like <laughs> that in a way that was like so shameless. Like she already felt embarrassed about doing this thing. But that reaction is just like I think like it's like a dick reaction to someone who's showing you that they're like they, they're self-conscious about what just happened. Totally. Like it's it would have been a better reaction. Like. I'm trying to think of how I would react and I would laugh because it is funny. Like right. laughing. Who are like, you? It, You're the farter. Well, if I was, the, I'm always the farter. I, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> laughing after every fart I do. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was, if, if Jess was the farter. If Jess was the farter, I would go, oh my God, now bigger. Like, like I, I, I think you got to like, yes, and it like that's an, there's an improv right. rule. Where it's like, you know, you don't say you always agree and add on. So right. that that's like the first and only rule of improv is like you say something and, you know, you tell me, oh, my God, I farted. And I go, yeah, and it was the biggest fart and it smelled like cheese. You know, like that's funnier than than I'm going on women don't. Yeah, yeah, I let, brought <laughs> you heard that one, you know, where it's like the kids game. No, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what do you? And everyone says what they brought, and then what the previous person brought too. Yeah, it's a lot like that, <laughs> and, and it's like you know, it's it's not funny. It's not good improv to fart and then have the person go, "Women don't fart." Like that's no but. Right. You know. Yeah. I I, I, mean, if, I, I if was, you were me, I feel like I would be like I would be like, oh my god, this is like so embarrassing. Well, like, I guess we're like, cl- like, you know what I mean? Then make like a, a little bit of a, jo- I think she was uh, almost like too apologetic. Like she didn't need to be that apologetic, but like, it's fine if she was, I can, she's being a little vulnerable. Well, her saying, are like, it's no, it's okay. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's so embarrassing. Oh my God. That, it, 
it's okay. No big deal. Like, that's kind of a weird way for him to react. And then she goes, are you sure? Okay, you don't have to ask if he's sure. Like, obviously. <laughs> like, obviously, he's not sure if he... You know, I I would make a joke out of it that would be more fun than him. But I, I get, I'm not trying to, like, pat myself on the back. But I think there's a better way to go about it. I'm with you. Like, there's a comic I know that is very political. And I remember I opened for this comic. They're very political. Um, I, it was a one-time thing I opened for them. And I, I don't want to name names because whatever. Um, but I remember they did a joke that politically I don't agree with. But they were doing their political jokes. Good for them. The crowd was very much on the side of their political jokes. And then one of the people in the audience screamed out, um, something like about one of like, you know, person from the other side of the aisle that they hated. And I remember the comic was like, shut the fuck up. Like you're a hack. Like, and, and it's funny. Like he was like, he was more a comedian than he was political, you know, like at mm -hmm. this point. And it's like, in this instance, it's like, I'm more like on the side of like being fun. We should all be more on the side of like fun and, and hilarious than the side of women don't fart. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I think that one's that, yeah, that joke is old anyway. So let's let's stop <laughs> doing that one. What would you call this one? I'd call it women do fart. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I... Very to the point. Yeah, no, I I, I would call it uh, the button pusher because he was fingering her and she got okay. relaxed. The button pusher. I would call it... Um, I, uh, go I ahead. I called it... Uh, Pull my finger. That's funny. I like that. I would, I would call it the doofus because he doesn't know that women don't fire. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> red flag or deal breaker. You're hooking up with a guy. You are giving him a hand job, and then all of a sudden, you you pulled something loose and he farts. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I think right? it would. Yeah, as long as he's like, it's like as long as it's it's funny, then it's fine. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Same situation with you. If he again, I think I think for this situation, the bigger deal breaker is the way he react is the, what he said about it. Yeah, and I, you know, for me, the only deal breaker would be like, "Are you sure? Oh my god, are you sure? Are you sure?" Like after I went along with it, I'd be like, "Yeah, like what do you want me to do? Like you know, suck it out of your ass? Like I, I, I I'm sure I loved it. Go, let's you know, like let's go, let's <laughs> let's turn. do this thing. Yeah, but now I can fart. You know, like if anything, it frees me up." <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., 
And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. UUP at betches.com, UUP at betches.com. Let's do an email. You ready? All right. J&J, I have a very tough issue that I would love your perspective on. I'm a 33-year-old guy that has been in a relationship with my 29-year-old girlfriend for almost two years now. We have uh, started having a discussion about our future, and we both agree that an engagement is on the horizon. However, there's been an issue. (laughs) (laughs) There's been an issue recently regarding careers that makes me a little worried. About into us dating, my girlfriend switched fields and started working in tech. She currently makes a little over the entry level salary for her company, which is still really good. I'm a doctor, and and without sounding distasteful, I make over eight times her salary. Not that you've Mazel calculated. Tov. Yeah. Not that you've calculated it or anything. <laughs> beep, boop, I did the math. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> on the computer. Uh, you know, uh, uh, move the eight uh, factor the four eight times, eight times more. Yeah. <laughs> she recently expressed to me that she would eventually want to stop working whenever we got married. Her rationale is that her income is so insignificant compared to mine that it would that it would not matter with combined finance, finances. I personally was always attracted to her career aspirations and I believe that her field has a lot of vertical mobility and she isn't taking that she isn't taking into consideration. I can't help but feel a little turned off by the idea and I don't know how to express this to her. Even if she were to stay at her level, that extra money could be put towards college funds for our children or invested. How can I tell her my concerns in a productive way? I feel like I'm teetering on the edge of a double standard that really hasn't been covered by all on this podcast. A lot of women write in about their male partner's aspirations, but never the females. I have to say, I love this email. It's very 2020. It kind of flips everyone's kind of preconceived notions on its head of like how, mm-hmm. you know, there's the, there, listen, I'm not here to say that this doesn't exist, but I think it's been a, it's a very big thing that gets said to us on this show is that he's intimidated by my success. Right. Right. That's like a big, right. This is the opposite. (laughs) This is the total opposite. So, and I relate more to this emailer than the, like, I know I'm not saying that there aren't those men out there that are like intimidated by a woman's success. I, I, I'm very aware that that person exists. I, am way more towards this guy's side of the aisle than that guy. I think that this is actually a big issue. I've dated women where I thought they were working and doing certain careers, you know, and that was what made me attracted to them and then realized it wasn't what I, and this isn't about, appeared to be. It wasn't about money and how much they made, but it was about their excitement and their work, you know, habits. And and again, this kind of goes back to the first email where it's like, just seeing their drive and how they did their day to day might not have been the same as, or I've also dated girls longer because of their drive and their aspirations like that. So like I'm with this guy in hearing this email. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I think it's totally okay. And I don't think this is even like a per sex specific thing, but I think it's totally okay to be turned off by someone's um, lack of career 
excitement sure. or motivation that way. I think any anything, whether that's having friends or a job that you like, anything that kind of shows that you have a life outside of the person is hot, is exciting. Um, yeah. And I think that like to be turned off isn't like a, a sexist thing or a weird thing. And I don't think you have to necessarily say it by that, like, like that. If you, but I think you have every right to say like, it's not really about like, can we afford for you not to work? It's about like this other level of like, well, I want to, I want to come home and I want to have something to talk to you about. That's yeah. not like, well, you, just I, have, you know, not doing much <laughs> all day just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Sure. I, I I'm with, I'm with you hundred percent. I also think the thing that you're touching on a little bit is that it's not that it's not that she doesn't want to work. It's her reasoning for it. Like the reasoning where he's like, wow, this feels like to me, it would sound like an excuse. Like if someone said like, Hey, I've always wanted to be a stay at home mom. I'd be like, good for you. That's great. That's like, right. You knew that from the beginning. I know that from the beginning or, Hey, I've been thinking a lot about this. I, I really, that's, I aspire to like take care. I'd be like, good for you. There's, I don't think there's, wrong in that but to me her rationale sounds a little bit like a way a workaround right doesn't it sound like her rationale is that her income is so oh it's nothing it's like a dollar is more than zero dollars so it's something right (laughs) you know like i i I would be annoyed at the reasoning she gave more because it seems dishonest to me yeah i mean i don't know if this is a female thing or or a person thing but and you can tell me if that's the case but like I feel like in my and a lot of the people I know is ideal scenario and maybe this is like anti-feminist is that we would like we want to work but we don't mm. want to have to work. Sure. <laughs> if that makes sense. I I <laughs> I think that's most people is like you Maybe that's like, most people. I think yeah. that's what makes I think I think work is fun when you don't have to be doing it. And I think right. work is is a burden when it's like and, and listen 95% of the people who listen to this show, 98%, like they have, you know, like I'll take my situation for instance. I'm not going on the road, you know, to do shows for my own, you know, ego. You know, like I'm doing it because that's a part of my, like the way I, you know, make my income and I'm able to live, you know, so, but right. I enjoy doing it at the same time. So, like, it, I found a place where, like I love working because, but I also I have to work, you know, like it's not like, yeah. you know, like I, you know, I'm, there's been like a lot of feedback towards comics who are going on the road and it's like it, where they say like, well, you know, everyone should stop. It's like, well, there's people that like literally like need it, right. Need to go do something. And if people are willing to, no one's forcing anyone to buy tickets, like whatever. But if it's like, I, you know, sometimes I look at that and it's always someone who's like, sells out arenas trust and you're fun like, baby <laughs> yeah we're like right. something like that where they're like they're like hey we should be all at home and it's like yeah don't you have residuals from the sitcom that you wrote like and it's right. pretty easy, easy to say for you to say it's yeah. easy for you to say so like it's kind of back to the situation where it's like you know the way she's saying it and 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 that perspective of like i i want to work i want to work but i want to have to work is like that's a privilege you know like that's definitely and, and, yeah and and also that comes with working with your partner to be like how are we you know right plus even i think even if you could make all the money in the relationship i think that that adds an extra burden to your life of being like i am the sole person responsible for this entire future family even if you could do it i think is like a lot of pressure to put someone to assume that they're like ready and willing and able to like take on that role i think is a little 
selfish. Different stress. And, and yeah, I think yeah. it becomes more selfish when you say it the way he's presented it. I don't know how true it is. You know, like the way he's presented it is, well, it's so insignificant. I won't matter. I'll just stay home. It's like, it, it, I, there's another way to put this where it's like, I want to stay. Like, right. I want to stay. If we were to have kids, I want to be home with them. I don't want to have a, a sitter. I don't want to have a nanny or whatever. Yeah. You know, I want to be. That's a different way to say it that I could be like, okay, we're now, we're now it's like we're a team. It's not like I'm, you know, <laughs> you're looking for. Right. You know, hanging do, out. Do men, um, do men have this fear with a lot of women that they'll like kind of. Well, I, I sometimes the answers are in the emails and I say that all the time. And there's something very specific that he wrote that like, you know, we, we made fun of it in the beginning where he's like, I make eight times as much <laughs> as her. And it's like, I'm not here to like blame him, but I'm saying he did write it. So that yeah. is on his mind. It's like, oh, now I'm going to be floating the boat for this freeloader. And <laughs> it's like. You know, that's part of this conversation, too. Like, if, if he's feeling that way, then maybe you don't trust the person enough to be with them. Right. Well, the way he's presented her kind of sounds a little bit like she, like, maybe had more career aspirations. And then, like, working is hard. I can see, like, how if you met someone where, like, it didn't, you didn't have to do this guy from the e first email we did met someone where he could just quit this shitty job that he has um and then find something he likes not have to worry about any of the financial issues i can totally see how that seems like an appealing thing yeah um but i think it's for him i would i would just talk to her about it i would say like hey like i have to be totally honest like something that i always found really attractive about you was this idea that you like really had this big life um outside of me and wanted uh and had these big career aspirations and like to me, that's a big part of what attracts me to you. Yeah, I would also challenge her version of it. Like, I, I think it's okay to say, hey, I don't really buy that rationale. Like, mm -hmm. I, like if, I, if someone was like, you, like when someone says to me, like, no, I, you know, who needs this money? I would go, I need, yeah, I'd like to take more vacations. I'd like to not pay for everything. I'd like to, you know, like, I, I like... I could give seven different reasons that that rationale is not very good. And right. she might be saying it. And, and also like he kind of writes her, he doesn't write her well. If he, if he was, if this was a script where he doesn't make her sound amazing, he doesn't make her sound great. So I, I have to, you know, assume that I, I can't, I, I'm going by what he wrote, but I, I would assume that like there, to me, if someone's speaking that way, maybe they're afraid of saying the truth, which is, I'd like to be a stay-at-home mom. Sometimes that's like, I would understand that that's a scary thing to tell a partner. Yeah, it's not a good, it's not really a good 2020 look to say that, to be totally honest about that. Sure. But I mean, it's okay if that's your, if that's what you want to do. But I think that he's kind of like, she flipped it on. Like she originally seemed like she was really into this career. Sure. And then like suddenly decides she was like willing to give it all up and like immediately. Well, well, I could understand also that they start dating. She's this like motivated person. Then he's making he or she, this could be male or female. You just get used to living the life of eight times your salary. Right. So, so now that you've had it eight times your salary, you're like, ah, what do we need that for? It's like, no, 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 yeah. we need it all. Like we need more, more, more and extra. We don't need, you know, like I can uh -huh. understand where he's For like, sure. yeah, yeah. Like I can understand where like it can happen that way where you're like, someone gets used to, you know, uh, oh, I got dinner, I got lunch. No, no, no. I mean, I, you know, I understand, you don't know, stop paying. And it's like, and then the person's motivations change.
yeah, maybe the relationship has lost its its course and maybe you need to end it at that point. Right. And I mean, from a feminist perspective, and I don't know if this is what he should say to her, because I don't think it'll bring the conversation into like the best direction. But what I would advise to her or any woman is what if you get married, you quit your job and then this person leaves you and you're back to zero salary. Because yeah. you don't have any like that's just a bad like life decision. You're gonna like there's no insurance against this. The relationship is now going to be like entirely supporting you. You're not. Well, that's not like an empowered way to live. No, it doesn't sound that way. <laughs> I, I, I I'm with you. That would scare me as as being him. I mean, this guy, the way he wrote this last sentence, got a lot of women listening a little moist downstairs. I can't help but feel, uh, even if she were to stay at her level, that extra money could be put towards college funds for our children or invested. Like everyone listening was like, oh, he's thinking ahead. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, I was thinking like, oh, like if I didn't, if I was making money that I didn't need to live, I would just use it on like my own personal shopping. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Saving for the college there, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Colleges are done. The bubble's going to pop. Let's do some, yeah. let's play some games. Let's do it. Red flag deal breaker. Okay. Does their fantasy draft on your first date? What do you think? <laughs> that's that's brutal. Um, I would say dates one through seven deal breaker. One through seven. <laughs> date eight, one. you're like, bring the draft out. We'll get we'll date get eight, I'm like, all right, like at that point I feel like we could be hanging out in an apartment if he's like, sure. I need like half an hour to do this draft i'd probably be like okay first first few dates it's like why did you ask me out on this night well let me pay attention to me let me let me change it a little bit ready okay hey jordana i know we have a date set up tonight can you can we switch it my fantasy draft is tonight i can't switch it would you be okay uh can we do next tuesday instead instead of tonight how much oh it's Today you're giving me that excuse. <laughs> I guess not. I guess it's a deal. I'd be a little right? turned off by the fact that it was that night rescheduling because you probably would have known about that for a little okay. longer. Let's say, hey, Jordana, tomorrow night's my fantasy draft. I totally screwed up the calendar. Can we do the night after instead? That's because fine. That's fine. Because here's yeah. the thing about a fantasy draft: it is getting twelve people's calendars on the same page. So, yeah. If someone canceled on me, it was like, hey, tomorrow night it won't work because of my fantasy draft. I'd go, got it. Totally understand that this is a tough schedule. You know, it's easier to schedule with me than it is 12 people. So, But right. I'm with you. Day of is bullshit because not a lot, all fantasy drafts are made at least a week in advance. So, I, But right. I can understand that you would forget. That's what I would understand. I agree. Yeah. One, one rescheduling. But if they, if they went on the date and then we're just like, sorry, <laughs> yeah, no. I need 25 to minutes to an hour to do this i would kept, be out kept one headphone in to hear like the <laughs> ding for when their pick came up yeah <laughs> no good let's do That's another fair. okay um they will only allow the cardboard environmentally friendly toilet paper in their home and they don't let you flush unless it's number two i'm out i i don't need to, to both be... or one or the other both i don't i you gotta leave me alone for my poops i can't be you know bleeding all over my underwear because we're trying to help a koala bear in australia i can't i right. i'm sorry what do you think i think i'd be out i just don't think that we would be a match because like i think i would do a lot of other stuff that annoyed them 
on the yeah. environmental side. Not that I'm like the worst person for the environment, but I couldn't deal with someone like constantly checking my like carbon footprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's an annoying thing and no one wants to deal with that. And yeah, no, I'd be. But, or there's there's other people out there who, who would love that shit. They should like date them. Sure. I'd rather know right away, though. Like, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. And they, they could be like, here, you got to use my toilet paper. Like, they should go around with their toilet paper so that right. <laughs> everyone knows. We should know first date. That should be a thing that you put on the dating app. Like, your asshole is going to bleed when you sleep annoying about stupid shit that doesn't matter? <laughs> Check yes. Yeah. Let's do one more. Okay. Hi, j and I've been dating a guy for three months. I'm 29. He's 32. He has an annoying habit. Whenever we sit together on the couch, he moves my hand to his crotch. Oh, my God. Sometimes it's when I'm touching his thigh, but other times I'm on my phone or mid-sentence when he grabs my hand and puts it there. It's not only physically uncomfortable to be constantly rubbing his dick, but these interruptions also feel pretty rude. To give you more context. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the phone with my grandma. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he doesn't even know who's on the phone. <laughs> to give you more context. On us, we have a solid amount. Uh, we we have a solid amount, three to four times a week of really great sex. Have a lot of shares, interests, and spend hours making each other laugh. I'm not sure if I want to be with a guy long term yet, but a lifetime of crotch rubbing doesn't sound great. He recently did this at the movies during a particularly emotional scene. <laughs> I just felt very disappointed. Is this just a phase? Should I ignore it or accept my inevitable carpal tunnel? What's the way right way to approach this conversation? So. And she wrote, keep up the great work, The Handmaid. I love that. Oh, my God. What do that you That would think? annoy me, too. You're at the movies. It's The Notebook. <laughs> it's the romantic well, scene. I, I need to know if this is a joke to him. And I know okay. someone might be listening going, well, that's a shitty joke. Fine. But I agree. He maybe it's, was into it for a, while, for a certain period of time. It perhaps. is. I mean, I'm laughing at this. It doesn't. I can understand someone, their feedback being like, this is not consensual this is him forcing himself on his significant other i could i could understand that that, I that can is understand a very, that too, yeah. that, that's a very serious um road to go down that this obviously is on right i'm just saying they're together and it's like is he smiling when he does this is it like a big joke that she doesn't like the joke do you know what i mean like yeah I think it'd be a deal breaker for me. It would just be like not the kind of necessarily like the relationship I'd want to have. And I would, if I would say it to him in the way that like she said it to us, like I was really, it's like disappointing. You're like, yeah, this is like <laughs> yeah. A romantic I'm not mad. Emotion. I'm disappointed. And that's only, that's what I'm saying. Like I felt like worse for she, cause she didn't say I'm mad. She's just like, this is like disappointing. Like this is like a nice sure. romantic moment and you're like ruining it by making it about like sex. And it's kind of like crude. Yeah. I would say that it would be like, I'm, it's just it's disappointing for me when you when you do that it doesn't make me feel like and, there's any romance in our relationship <laughs> i'm with you the saying it that way if she chooses to communicate it if not if she's like i want to dump this guy yeah dump him like right. i i'm not i would i would give him the benefit of the doubt of like maybe thinking you like it perhaps but if i like if i think say it to him one time i don't really like when you do this especially like on occasion it's fine but like in the right moment and when you do it like not in the right moment it's kind of a turn off for me yeah, it's a turnoff for me. Yeah, I, I, because I, if I'm just trying to think of the other way, where it's like, if I, if my girlfriend just kept like putting my hand to their crotch, I would be like, again, like I don't see it. 
the reason I brought up like the consensual part is because I don't think he sees it that way, considering you guys are in a relationship. And I'm, I know I'm treading into waters that are like tough to talk about for people. And I understand that. And this is like kind of a, right. you know, like I understand. I, he I'm might just, think she's into it. Perhaps he's thinking know. if she put my hand on her crotch, I'm like, this is hilarious. And yeah, let's start making out, you know, like I, I, he might saying, I'm saying I, I, I don't, this shouldn't be a joke, but I can understand in his, like, I don't think he's, looking for a reaction to be disappointed. Like, I don't think he was like, like, he's if not it's doing an emotional it with the intention of disappointing you. Yeah, no, I, it feels like he's doing it with the intention of like, Hey, how funny is this? Or, Hey, are you in the mood too? I, I, and he's kind of taking being in a relationship as an overarching sign of consent. And that's not the truth. Right. Yeah. So I would start off in a friendly way. When you do this, it makes me uncomfortable. I'd really rather you like, really read the situation before you yeah. initiate that. Um, and then if he, and, like, the way he responds to that, I think will tell you everything. Totally. And if this is a joke to you, this isn't a joke to me. It annoys me every time you do it. You know. It disappoints right? me. It dis- <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordana, we did it again. As this always. Great. Yeah. This was great. We solved dating. Listen, if you're listening right now, that means you like the show. Here's what we want you to do. Make it your Instagram story. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. The Sunday episodes, the response has been unbelievable. I see the response. I feel the response. Jordana, you too, too, right? We love it. Yeah. We love it. It's so... I'm check sorry. them out on Sundays. Every Sunday and Wednesday. We'll see you next week. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed and Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.